This is the SIU Business Spotlight here on WMAY. I'm Greg Bishop, and we're talking with Dr. Christopher Gleason about heat stroke and heat exhaustion. Of course, the temperatures out there we've already seen approaching 90 and above. I was out doing some construction work around my house the other day when it was the hottest out. It was like 90 plus degrees. Thankfully, a lot of it was under the shade, but there are some people who can't keep themselves in the shade, may have to work outside. Uh, So Dr. Gleason here with uh, the SIU Business Spotlight, let's talk about heat exhaustion and heat stroke. What are the differences between the two? Very good. Well, they're both exertional heat illnesses and certainly heat exhaustion is uh, is early on in this illness and if things progress, you can get to heat stroke. So really with heat exhaustion, you have a prolonged exposure to heat uh, in combination with decreased fluid intake, decreased electrolyte intake, and if it continues long enough, your core body temperature will increase and then that causes several issues with uh, CNS effects, some um, uh, confusion, increasing your pulse rate, um, and if it uh, if it progresses, your core body temperature will increase into the 101 to 104 region, and which which is quite dangerous. Um, you still have the ability to sweat, and that is good. And and that um, if this continues, you can get to a situation where you develop heat stroke, which is a medical emergency and certainly more serious. Um, this can be a life-threatening emergency. Um, and this is when your core body temperature can increase over 104. That's kind of the, the definition of the heat stroke, that body temperature getting over 104. You can develop a situation where you lose the ability to sweat. And that's that's really your body's main defense mechanism for cooling the body. Um, the evaporation of sweat off the body has a cooling effect. And when that stops, then you're in real big trouble with all the side effects that can occur with increased um, body temperature. So with this, the heat stroke, you can develop more confusion, um, even develop uh, coma and develop seizures and convulsions. So um, very dangerous. Um, It can lead to some end organ damage with kidney failure, liver failure, if it progresses. And really the the extent of your morbidity and mortality uh, has to deal with uh, the duration at which your core body temperature is elevated. And so that's uh, the main issue here is, is getting out of that heat environment and starting to cool the body to uh, to limit uh, long-term consequences. And we'll talk about some of those things to uh, react to if you recognize some of these signs. Uh, but Dr. Christopher Gleason here with SIU uh, for the SIU Business Spotlight on WMAY. Um, people are going to be out enjoying summer. Um, some are going to be on a boat. Some are going to be doing yard work. Uh, they should refrain from from drinking alcohol, right? And uh, focus on drinking water. And maybe should they look at like Gatorade or some of those other types of drinks that have uh, uh, in- increased electrolytes in them? Uh, what are some of the tips to help avoid uh, possible heat stroke, uh, let alone heat exhaustion? Exactly. Hydration is, is really the most important aspect of uh, preventing the heat stroke. So, you really want to start hydrating before you get into the heat environment. Um, and that would be mainly with cool water. Uh, sports drinks uh, would also be good and fine. You kind of want to limit the amount of glucose that's in the sports drinks. So basic ice water is, is very good for hydration. Certainly the, the caffeinated beverages uh, could potentially dehydrate you. So you'd want to avoid caffeinated beverages and certainly avoid alcohol, which is quite dehydrating. And that's just going to work against you throughout the duration of a hot day. Doctor, uh, again, let's talk about those uh, various types of symptoms people need to watch out for, uh, not just in themselves, but in their coworkers if they're out. We've got a lot of big events that draw people for uh, out, to- 
outside uh, gatherings, be it a golf tournament or uh, be it uh, music festivals, those types of things. So uh, it's not just in yourself. You need to recognize these symptoms, but in others, you could help uh, recognize those symptoms. What are the things people need to be watching out for specifically? Really, it starts off with some dizziness and lightheadedness. Um, you can develop some confusion when this starts to develop. Um, your your skin can can actually become hot and dry with the heat stroke. Um, you uh, you just you just don't feel like yourself. You ha- you feel fatigued, um, and again, some dizziness occurs, and and those are all signs of of, of needing to to get out of that heat and and get yourself into a cooler environment, and starting with the the cool uh, liquids and. And to get cooled off. And you had mentioned the long-term effects of uh, not recognizing this uh, possible uh, failure of some organs. Um, if somebody does have heat stroke, what kinds of things can they expect uh, uh, in the recovery process? Well, certain situations, if heat stroke goes on long enough and affects your kidneys, I, I have uh, seen patients that that required dialysis and, and long-term care, long-term um, admissions to the hospital for several days for IV hydration. And um, it can be be very serious and, and it can even lead to death in some situations. So, you know, certain times athletes in particular will, will get into to, to this um, situation where they want to complete a, a long race or a marathon and, and they're used to pain and they're used to working through things. And, and sometimes it's just not smart to, to continue on and and as I mentioned before, it's the duration of the of that increased core body temperature that that leads to the end organ damage and can lead to to long term consequences and, and very serious health issues. So definitely take these tips uh, to heart uh, and and be sure that if you're outside with with loved ones enjoying a picnic or if you're working outside either on your home or if it's what you do for a living, uh, recognize the symptoms of heat exhaustion uh, before it turns to heat stress stroke and uh, definitely uh, call a doctor immediately if you see uh, any indication of heat stroke uh, and get that individual or yourself uh, to, to someplace that's nice and cool and out of the sun. This is the SIU Business Spotlight on WMAY, our conversation with Dr. Christopher Gleason. You can find out more from the SIU Center for Family Medicine at siumed.org. That's siumed.org. Thanks a bunch, doctor. You're welcome. My pleasure.